welcome to Wicked Grace. This is a Dragon Age lore and conversation podcast where myself and a friend sit down and talk about an aspect of Dragon Age lore. Today I am joined by artist, podcaster, fashion icon, and super cool friend Jen Overstreet. Jen and I have a little bit of a shameless plug at the end of the episode, so please stay tuned. I want to let y'all know in the interest of full disclosure that I recorded this episode at some point in late January of this year, but despite my best efforts, life has gotten in the way. and I hope to be updating more frequently in the future. So uh, thanks so much for listening. Without further ado, let's get started. On today's episode, what to expect when you're expecting an old god baby, title courtesy of Jen. Hi, welcome to Wicked Grace. Uh, This is Cece, and I'm joined by Jen today. Hi! Today we're just going to be talking about Morrigan's Ritual, also known as the Dark Ritual in Dragon Age Origins. This is the ritual in which your mean witchy party member, Morrigan, lets you know that basically she can save you from certain death if you do a dark magic ritual with her. A lot of spoilers for Dragon Age Origins, probably for Dragon Age Inquisition, probably not for Dragon Age 2, but you know, this podcast is made out of spoilers, so uh, proceed at your own risk. Let's just jump right in with uh, the first topic that I had prepared for our podcast. So did you complete the dark ritual with Morrigan in Origins? And if so, why? If not, why not? Well, I... Yes, I did. (laughs) So I usually have sort of directives set up for like my characterization of whoever I'm playing. And like, Mm -hmm. one of mine was that blood magic is for the weak, but above that was don't die (laughs) at all costs. So, you know, it it was blood magic light, really. (laughs) I mean, this is technically a PG-13 podcast, I guess. But I mean, I guess if you can catch a communicable disease with the fluids involved, it probably should be considered blood magic, right? Maybe? Mm, Yeah. I guess so. But then also at that point, the Grey Warden whole ritual had sort of uh, broken that seal. So I oh, yeah, over yeah. the course of the game, I had been sort of broken down in terms of like, you know, sometimes the means. I mean, it's a blight. There's a blight on. Yeah. You got to do what yeah. you have to do. Have you ever not done the dark ritual? No. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not a martyr. I'm not about to die. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I romance Zevron in my first playthrough. I'm not gonna die. <laughs> I actually, I was in a Alistair romance as well. Oh man! So it was double duty. Like neither of us are gonna die. Shut up. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. <laughs> I just finished an Origins playthrough where I romanced Morrigan, and, um, you know, I expected it to be less painful. I expected it to be just like, yeah, why not? I mean, I guess I don't know how long we've been together, but it feels like a million years. Origins feels like it takes forever to play. No, that's supposed to happen in a year. In a year. I'm like, it's been three years at least. I think I'm 30 now. Yeah, right? Like, I aged nine years while playing Awakening, so my warden is gonna be collecting AARP benefits in Denerum at this rate, so it's, it's about time to start a family Yeah, with Morgan. Sure. I just watched the scene with the uh, Morgan romance, and that's that's super intense. The whole, like, 
well, we're going to do this and then I'm never going to see you again. I think Morgan is such a like, I hate to be like real weeby, but like a tsundere character that she's always just like, I'm never going to see you again. No, really, warden. We're done. And then in Witch Hunt, my warden's just like, but what if you take me with you? And she's kind of just like, okay, like, sure. I was expecting a fight of some kind, but she just like immediately was like, yeah, okay, that seems like the best best way to do this. But in Origins, when my character was asking her, what, wh- why are you leaving? You don't have to leave. She was very just like, sorry, what we had was something, but I have uh, evil magic to do, so... <laughs> But I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta go. I think I left a stew cooking in my hut, so... I really gotta, like, consider this relationship for a while. (laughs) While I just have a child alone. (laughs) Yeah, right? I think the thing that I disliked about it is just that I didn't really understand why she wants to have the old god baby, I guess, to save you. But it seems more like Flemeth's thing than her thing. But isn't her thing also just, like the the gut reaction to preserve old magic. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like her. Yeah. Which is like largely Flemeth's doing, but God. You know, that's her like number one directive. I guess like, you know, depending on who your parents are. Maybe she really wants a kid. I don't know. She just wants to do it on her own. She's been having a lot of those pregnancy dreams. Just uh, the pregnancy dreams about your horrifying monster baby. I mean, that's what it seemed like was going to happen, so... She stated many times that it was not going to be a horrifying monster baby. (laughs) Well, I was... Look, my warden, he's just a guy with a lot of things on his mind, and uh, he just... You might have attempted being tactful (laughs) in your... (laughs) He's not really into emotional labor, you know? Mm, mm. No, that wasn't how I played him. I tried. I tried to be, like, to make Morgan like me more. I was so mean to people at first, and then I was like, oh, this feels so gross. I kept Loghain. Oof. I've never felt worse about doing a thing in a video game. You kept Loghain? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you do Loghain for the ritual? No, no. No, I haven't. I I haven't seen anything about that. I don't... Like that—that's fascinating to me in terms of the the morality of the whole situation. That really feels like you really were just like somebody needs to do this, and it's not gonna be me. I'm walking out of here. Yeah. I guess it also speaks to like how in those games you can engineer the like future you want. Mm-hmm. I like kind of half expect like King Alistair to be in grave danger in Dragon Age Four just to be like, oh, you thought your precious golden retriever boyfriend was safe. No one is safe in a Bioware game. But they'd have to do double voice acting for that because I don't have a King Alistair. Oh no, what did you do with your Alistair? Uh, Like, ran off into the woods with him to be battle spouses forever. Oh yeah, okay. I don't want to get too far off topic, but I just... I just love Hawk so much. I couldn't do anything that would ever be bad to Hawk. Oh. I just started playing Dragon Age 2 again, and I'm so happy. I love Kirkwall. <laughs> I don't know why I love Kirkwall so much. Oh my gosh. One thing I am really curious about is how your character interacted with Morrigan, especially being in a romance with Alistair, her nemesis. So, so, Selene, my, my warden Selene. <laughs> We're on a first name basis. <laughs> she was actually really good friends with Morgan like they had that whole like sisters thing and I lied to her about not killing or about killing her mom (laughs) I couldn't do that oh really no Morgan was cool but Flemeth was (laughs) I'm 
Uh, every character I've ever played in Dragon Age is very dedicated to just Flemeth being the coolest person they've ever met. Preserving Flemeth at all costs. <laughs> Preserve Flemeth. No, uh, Solan. So I was a um, human mage, mm-hmm. and so of course I like just really wanted to apprentice with Flemeth. It's like, hey, let's be buds. I'm super great. You gotta get that Witch of the Wilds internship program. Yeah. I am totally available for relocation, possibly from my own body, you know? (laughs) Yeah, how much are you willing to travel to the Fade permanently for this job? Very. How many demons can you lift with your upper body? Like, how many can you press? (laughs) Uh, I can bench five pride demons. Wow, you're higher. <laughs> I felt bad. I wanted to let her go, but I felt like it was going to get me. Like, I-, I was trained in how Mass Effect works, where every time you lie to someone, the punishment is five times as bad as the thing you did. Listen, you don't get in trouble for lying to anyone in Dragon Age ever. <laughs> yeah, I I know that with my mind, but Dragon Age and Mass Effect... Uh... These Bioware games. If I know anything from my Inquisitor, you can play both sides forever and never make decisions until they make you pick which person to kill. Then you put it off and you make them make their own choices and you're like, yeah, that thing that turned out okay was exactly what I wanted you to do. (sighs) Thanks, Liliana, probably. (laughs) But yeah, I got that dialogue with her too where she's just like, we're like sisters with my female warden and I was just like, protect this girl. Protect this woods witch at all costs. I guess I'll kill your mom. (laughs) Oh... In terms of how that affected the ritual, I I think that just sort of improved my willingness to go through with it. With my characterization, there was really no point at which I was not planning to do. Like, I knew it was coming in the game, and yeah, there was no point at which I was not going to go through with that. You know, like, my character doesn't really put that much stock in, you know, the the sanctity of hooking up. And is like, you know, Alistair's never slept with anyone else. Maybe it would help things if he just, like, (laughs) didn't. If you just teach him how just, to sex. Just like, you know, when you get worried that someone's going to be like, but I, I've only ever slept with this one person my whole life. What are what are other people like? You know, get that out of the way. And what better way than hooking up with your best friend? Best friend is a stretch. Your, your sister, basically. Pretty much family. <laughs> Shale is my best friend, thank you. Although, yeah, Shale is the best Dragon Age character in my, in my book. I love Iron... No, okay, Iron Bull. I love Iron Bull too much. But then Shale. <laughs> Definitely then Shale. Flemeth, Iron Bull, Shale. Yeah, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like the, the Alistair romance would be harder than the Morgan romance to go through with it because I was just like, okay, girl, like, I'll do anything that you want me to do. Like, I've already, like, killed a peasant because I knew you would disapprove, so, I mean. <laughs> um, ugh. yeah, I don't know. It's sort of... Like, I I just watched a playthrough with uh, King Alistair romanced Dark Ritual, and, like, he put up more of a fight than I remember him putting up. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure it was as much of a discussion if he's not king. Oh. Because uh, there isn't the whole, like, why does she want a, like, successor <laughs> part of things. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, like, that's pretty terrible when you think about Like, because my first warden, I was going to romance him, and then I found out that even though I was supposed to inherit Orzmar, apparently I wasn't good enough to be the queen of Ferelden. So I kind of dropped Alistair like a hot potato. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah. He's... 
He's my most basic romance, and I love him. <laughs> He's definitely, I think, like, the best blonde guy in Dragon Age. Yeah, I always forget why, and then I, like, hear a clip of his voice act- acting again, and I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> you're very charming. Yeah, he is. In a way that's not irritating, like, Anders. I hate Anders. Yeah. I'm so mad at Anders. <laughs> I have a really good friend who's probably going to be on this show at some point who's a pretty big Anders fan, and I'm really excited to talk about That's it. That's fascinating. Yeah. I think maybe I was just so 100% we are doing this. Like, I'm not letting either of us die. This other jerk is like, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Everyone keeps mentioning, what if he can't be there? It's like, it's either going to be you or me. And that's not happening. We are going to go into the deep runs together in 30 years and die back to back. It's the plan. A good way to go with your battle spouse. With my original warden, who was uh, the Idukin, she was just like, I'm your best friend. You know what you should do? You should be the king, even though you really don't want to. And you know what else? You should marry Anora. That seems great. And you know what else? <laughs> so I felt so bad. I feel like he kind of was stuck because I didn't get Loghain in that playthrough. Like, he was stuck being my friend, even though I think that if he had free will, he probably would have hated me. Mm. But I feel really guilty. I really want to make amends if I do another Origins playthrough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely played all of those scenes over whether he should be king or not. (laughs) I played, like, all of the options to see. I'm like, oh no, these are all terrible. (laughs) You're mine. You're mine. You're not gonna be king. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, he's a sweet boy, and so many bad things can happen to him. So the next major topic I want to get into is trying to figure out how the dark ritual works. So from what we understand in the game, the old god is the archdemon, which is a dragon, which has been corrupted. And when you do the dark ritual, when you kill the archdemon, the archdemon's soul goes into the fetus inside of Morrigan. Yeah, beelines for it for some reason. But it's unblighted. Because of magic. Yeah, and it gets a fresh start. Because of sex magic. Also, like, when you roll romance morgan everybody goes out of their way to tell her to her face in the party like hey i know that you're using crazy sex magic on the warden we're watching you don't hurt our friend with your sex magic and she's just like i literally have only been a cool girlfriend it's literally the only thing i've done win and like i love win but then bam sex magic yeah right when you least expect it right like after a whole game of being just like nope i seem really mean and i am but i am also a pretty decent girl girlfriend who never does any sex magic even a little bit and then she's like hey but also been holding on to this for you the sex magic so <sighs> yeah i i mean i'm still kind of lost on the like whole why the, the soul goes into the like the nearest dark spawn or person <laughs> like i mean like i'm just assuming that probably somewhere in denerum hold up somewhere there are people who are like we're probably gonna die we should do this because this is a narrative so there has to be that kind of narrative tension happening somewhere like listen and some souls are just better than other souls. <laughs> and the purest soul of all is a zygote. <laughs> a very nearby zygote. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, my favorite part is the fact that this whole ritual happens literally the night before. So this old god soul is going into like two cells. <laughs> so, okay, here's something interesting that I didn't think about until I replayed it. Don't they say that it's like a three-day march from uh, Red Cliff to Denerim? Or two or three-day march or something? Huh. So... 
So maybe they were just warming up. Yeah, like they had to <laughs> practice. Maybe she came along and camped for the next two nights. I guess if you take her with you, then it was just the warm-up round. I don't know. Have you ever seen Evangelion? Mm-hmm. The episode where they have to, like, do, like, the, like, drift-compatible music syncing dance thing? <laughs> right? Yes. But to Enya and... Using evil old god sex magic. Oh god, that that sex scene clip is so bad. I hate the default lingerie. You know, one thing I always admire about Dragon Age Origins is even though the animation isn't really there for anyone to ever touch anyone else's (laughs) face, they always do. And it just seems like somebody trying to catch like a baseball with an oven mitt. Like, like, what is that? Is that a nose? Ah, it's good. That was a bit of physical comedy that didn't really translate to (laughs) a recorded medium, but oh well. But, but yeah, I guess like, uh, so when we, we had talked about this on Gchat before we had recorded a while back and you had mentioned that the ritual kind of implies that in Thetis, life starts at conception. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it, <laughs> it's possessing this child that is literally like maybe ten cells at that point, <laughs> like the day beforehand. Unless there's some crazy like super fast gestation magic happening, which I wouldn't put it past them, but I think the timeline does kind of work out for it to just be a normal pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Is Morgan pregnant in the Mirror DLC? Uh, Witch Hunt? Witch Hunt, yeah. Uh, I think she has had the baby already. It's like a year later. Okay. Does he show up at all in it? So there's like three ways you can play it if you romanced Morgan. Uh-huh. And you can be like, hey, I still love you. Or like, I'm gonna get revenge. Or where's my son? I mean, I guess you don't know it's your son until a little ways in. But you can still just be like, give me the child. Very weird. Yeah, I don't think I even had, like, there was no mention of baby in mine. I felt like it kept putting that option in my face, and I felt like, this old god baby is incidental. I mean, I'm sorry, Kieran, but I just want my, my evil girlfriend back. Did you go through the mirror? Oh, yeah, 100%. Awesome. I didn't know if she'd let me. She was very, like, sorry, it's not gonna happen, ever. Cinderella. Really, yeah. <laughs> she just rolled right over, like, okay, yeah, sure, here, you go first. Not really. I think you go in together. I was watching and there's a line in the Warden Morgan romance thing where she's basically like, what do you care about? The child's going to be fine. It's not even going to be a child at that point. Like, it's fine. So she does contradict this a little bit. I don't know. Maybe she's kind of banking on the warden not really understanding the reproductive cycle. Like, yeah, you know, it's just a mysterious... Listen, I just want to believe that in Androstianism, what's the word for it? I think that's it. Like, abortion isn't a problem. Like, there isn't a whole choice, anti-choice thing. You know, I actually have notes for an upcoming episode, if anyone listening is interested, about reproductive health and thetis. Because some of the herbs actually are implied to have medicinal and contraceptive purposes. Yes. There's got to be something. There's got to be magic, at least. There is that clip where Anders is is clearly giving people, like, STD-fixing magic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a world. The world of Thetis. I love that. I love that kind of detail. The sort of, like, those small details about... <laughs> 
Like, we've thought this through. We've thought the logistics through. I really admire how Dragon Age does a really good job of giving you this pretty complete world where you can infer a lot of stuff or you as a fan can know a lot of stuff about the world and probably figure out, like, yeah, of course there's gonna be, like, a medicinal herb. Like, and I'm, I think it's probably this one. And then you read the codex and it's like, yep, it's that one. <laughs> You're right, nerd. But anyway, so do you personally, Jen, think that the Dark Ritual has any inherent moral value? value well not for your warden but for you so i have some mixed feelings about this and of course i think it particularly depends on the circumstances of it because i think clearly like a morgan romance ritual is very different than like a logan morgan ritual or an alistair morgan ritual or even like a warden morgan ritual where the warden is romancing like zevron right right like on morgan's end she's pushing for it in a way that like she seems into it enough that like that's fine with me she can you know have a dark magic baby somewhere it's fine it's more just like the the sort of end of like convincing other people in your party or maybe a man you have essentially taken captive who did some bad stuff but just like forcing them to do it that's kind of intense and i feel like i i may be making this up but i i feel like there's sort of an extent to which the ritual being morally okay kind of hinged on the supposition that like, oh, Morgan's a hot piece, so like, the guys are gonna be fine with it. <laughs> he'll, he'll protest a little bit, but then, you know, and like, having not seen a Logan one, I'm really interested as to like, what that interaction is. So as far as I know, it uses the like, warded Morgan romance sex scene, even if it's Alistair or Logan. Like, it's the oh, same Oh yeah, it's shot, the same one. Which is such a weird... Weird thing to think about because I felt so bad sending Alistair in there because I know he was not excited about that. It felt really awkward to me. Yeah. Again, I feel like Alistair just like doesn't really, like he he capitulates pretty quickly in a way that like the generous reading of it at least is like, okay, he's at least slightly on board with this (laughs) instead of like, he's just like really pliable. (laughs) Yeah. Especially like, okay, most of my guilt came from having an unhardened Alistair. (laughs) No pun intended. Uh, yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe I maybe I lost some of that dialogue because I had sort of a partially hardened Alistair. I think I, I felt bad because I had, in an effort to console him in a traumatic situation that anyone would have a hard time with by being like, you know, we're here, buddy. I unintentionally missed out on the chance to push him towards being a more decisive person. And so I felt really like, is he really okay with this? Or am I just a god? <laughs> I mean, there is, like, I I think it, it definitely tries to rationalize itself with the, like, you are doing this to literally save your own life. Like, mm-hmm. all of the options, of course, are Grey Wardens, who each have a one-third to one-half, like third to 50% chance that they're going to have to fall on this blade. Yeah, R.A.P. Riordan. Yeah, Riordan did not fill me with confidence. That guy had beautiful blue eyes. I was just like, wow, you're so handsome for a character in Origins. You're definitely gonna die. (laughs) You're too important not to be on screen for a long enough amount of time for us to remember you. R.I.P., my pal. (laughs) One other thing about the Dark Ritual that I think is really kind of morally dicey is just... Do you want to give Etevinter, old god, another shot? I mean, like, Dumat, though. 
Right? Like, right. was that Dumas? No, this was Urthemiel, okay. the god of beauty. But still, like, maybe I'm painting with a broad brush, but I feel like the game, especially in, like, Origins and Dragon Age 2, does not paint Deventer kindly. No. So you're not really like, yeah, this old god deserves another My chance. Dorian romance is going to be different this time around. Right? Because you can't just be like, after playing those two games, you can't just be like, Deventer's it's okay. Yeah. You know. You know. After Fenris talking to me for an entire game. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh Fenris. Fenris. Let's talk about Fenris after we record. Yes. Okay. I have a lot of, yeah. <laughs> the outtakes. The special yeah. Patreon. <laughs> the special features. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think about that? Do the Tevinter old oh. gods deserve another chance? I mean, I guess one, I've read probably too much wiki on the old gods, and so like I never really connected them to Tevinter in the same way. I just knew that like they were just gods and then they got corrupted. <laughs> so I haven't really thought about that, but I did just defile Dumont's temple in um the uh legacy dlc so that's a super reasonable thing to yeah do. yeah in terms of how this played out for me in the game it was definitely there was like a level to which i was doing that like super against blood magic but when it, when it's sort of gray area then old magic is cool and i want power <laughs> I'm not actually bleeding on it, so... (laughs) Morally, if your moral justification is a long-term, maybe Flemeth can eat this soul and become more powerful approach, then maybe morally... I mean, again, I'm 100% Team Flemeth. I just think she has the best idea for, like, what the future of Thetis should be. And whatever her whim is, I follow it wholeheartedly. (laughs) This will probably also be a separate episode, but one thing I'm really curious about is what is Flemeth? Flemeth's actual end game. Oh my god. But she, I met her in game in Dragon Age 2 and I like use like a purple hawk option and she was like, you I like. And I was like, man, I need to clip that video out and watch it whenever I feel <laughs> bad about myself. Yes. <laughs> She's so good. I just, ugh. Ah, Kate Mulgrew. What a what a performance. <laughs> what a treasure. Yeah, I'm just, I'm always going to be Team Plymouth, so, you know, she can totally have an old god baby. I don't, I don't care what she wants to do with it. <laughs> she can just fill up, like, a mansion full of them. Yeah. Just build a hut. Great. Okay, so I want to talk about how this ritual affects Inquisition, but I know that you don't have a Kirin Inquisition world state. Yeah, and I haven't actually played up to the part with Flemeth. Mm-hmm. So I watched some of the videos, but I am mostly uninformed. So one thing I'm interested in, because my non-Kirin playthrough was so long ago that I don't really remember it, is kind of like how your read of Morrigan might change. Oh, because hugely, hugely. Watching those yeah. videos of her with Kirin, like she's a totally different person. She's she's a lot more mature in Inquisition than Origins, like period. But like you don't really understand why, other than like time. Um, yeah. Whereas it's very, like, distinctly connected to that, like, parenthood in the the Kieran playthroughs. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how much I'm just, like, reading into that, but... I mean, I think so, too. I got the same... I got that read. Like, I think she might... Her characterization is a little more flippant in the... Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, that's just really co- just comparing the scenes of, like, the family reunion with Kieran as opposed to the family reunion without... And, and, like, how she interacts in that. That that scene with Kieran got me. <laughs> oh. God, the, the family reunion one, I think it, 
I think it made me cry. I I mean, I will probably weep once I get there. I guess, so if you played Origins, but for some reason haven't gotten around to playing Inquisition, Kieran is the name of the old god baby. He shows up looking like a normal kid who could be Alistair's, Loghain's, or, well, honestly, just one of the two because your warden Does he could be... look any different? Nope. If you... Nope. No. <laughs> he just looks kind of like Sarah. <laughs> yeah. But like cosplaying Morgan and Tiny. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like I heard that if you sacrifice your warden, but you do hook up with her the night before, but you like, I guess you can send her away or I don't know. There's a way to do it or something mm. where she still has a baby. I think, I, I think you kill the, the like dragon and then it gives you the option of what to do with the, mm. or uh, who to, it, it gives you the option like who does the final blow essentially or something. I vaguely remember this. I don't remember super well, but I do remember hearing about the fact that basically if she has like a normal baby that's not an old god, you basically find out that it all would have been fine. The old god soul wasn't really doing anything bad to Kieran. It was just somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something. Her like I I could have had both is also heartbreaking. Oh yeah, yeah. Ugh. Oh. I was gonna like sacrifice my warden, but I decided that I just wanted to give Morgan a really nice life, so I changed the whole way Yay. I played it. I was reading in the wiki. Apparently, um, Kieran's voiced by. The, uh, Morgan's voice actress's son. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's adorable. And, and I know that it affects the world state in a lot of interesting ways where I guess if Alistair is, like, there... I guess if he's there as, like, a Grey Warden, he, like, asks about the kid. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. get that in my King Alistair playthrough, but I don't know if he, like, ever went to Skyhold. I don't remember. If I if he did, I totally forgot. Huh. But... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess one of the things that's really heartbreaking is that if you have a King Alistair that had Kieran with Morrigan, his whole thing is that he doesn't want to have like an illegitimate child or maybe i'm just thinking about yeah. Jon snow but also I think- no no he does have a line about that that he might have had in the not king alistair playthrough as well don't it sounds familiar <laughs> meanwhile my warden's just like enjoy suffering <laughs> thanks bye <laughs> i i decided to give alistair the best life possible <laughs> i guess you can only really do one one at a time Fixing your yeah. fixing people's lives by filling whatever hole in it is there by pushing them to do things they don't want to do. Oh no, I messed up with so many people in Dragon Age. <laughs> I just let everyone have what they wanted, and it was not good for them. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna definitely play certain characters with rivalry instead of affinity this time. Meryl, <laughs> Meryl, Meryl, what are you doing, <sighs> Meryl? God. So yeah, so uh, one thing I wanted to talk about in Inquisition, which I think is tough to talk about from the videos, maybe, but is just like whether or not that payoff feels significant. But um, mm. that's something I'm interested. I, that that scene was pretty affecting, and I think just I I would probably feel like it was enough just because I got to see Flemeth again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes, my queen. <laughs> Yeah, like, there's there's so much going on in that scene, and it's so heartbreaking. I also have no idea what the well is, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and I'm two playthroughs in. I just know that <laughs> it sounds like a good deal. I, it feels like a win-win to jump into that well for my character. <laughs> Flemeth talking in my ear? I love it! <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I have a feeling this is going to be in every episode, but I do think Flemeth can tell me how to live. 
whenever she wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I also just realized um right before this that Morgan is like really mad at Flemeth because she was like a, a homeschool kid who didn't have friends. Uh... <laughs> Which I really relate to. <laughs> like I I know your pain, Morgan. <laughs> It's hard to be locked in your house learning. <laughs> but your mom just wanted you to learn dark magic so you could yeah. go out and... It's way better than multiplication. <laughs> hex all the chastened men. Literally, that's that's basically what the whole Witch of the Wilds mythos is. It's just live in a hut and hex men with your daughter. So good. <laughs> Blemeth out there living her best life in her best outfit. Such a good outfit. <sighs> Oh, I think I, oh, I was going to say something before I got off on the tangent how much I love Flemeth. <laughs> I mean, it's hard it's to now. talk about, like, because I think, right, like, so I'm going to fill in some of this stuff for listeners who maybe also haven't gotten a Kieran playthrough. Do you mind if I spoil some stuff a little bit? Sure. I'll, tr- yeah. I'll try. I don't think there's that many scenes with him in them. So it's okay. basically yeah. just the main one that you saw in the video. So Jen, mm-hmm. Jen saw the family reunion. That's that's most of it. There's really just kind of like you can you can run through like a line of dialogue with her at Skyhold as well. I guess really like one thing that feels like there's a lot of stakes in Origins is whether or not you're going to introduce like this big evil into the world by capturing the soul. Like an arch demon is pretty evil like non-debatably some people can argue for Tevinter in its current state if they really want to but you but it was a god before but it's yeah but it's really hard to argue for a Tevinter god in my in my Fenris romancing books and also like I think coming out of the blight right like in the middle of this horrible like plague war zone it's hard to really like make your character feel sympathy for the catalyst that destroys loathering and ruins the hawks lives and you know if you play like a dalish character the dark spawn in your but now well, i guess tamlin was kind of boned anyway uh sorry anyway like it's kind of hard to feel sympathy with the blight so for me it felt like, oh god, am I gonna make Thetis worse by doing this nice thing for Morgan? But then I feel like you get to Inquisition, and Kieran is kind of a creepy kid, if he's like an old god baby, but he's not really, like, you know, glowing, or doesn't have any laser eyes or anything. He just seems just like a a weird kid, like I'd imagine Morgan's child to be anyway, in an ideal world. He's just a goth baby. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like a little baby goth in a vest. What kind of a child wears a vest, even in Thetis? Sorry. Sorry, parents. Stupid outfit. Oh, it's okay. I thought Morgan was supposed to have distinguished tastes, Origins gift system. Mm, you've seen her outfit. Oh though, yeah, right? no, no. It's I mean, it's an outfit that's built around she, she has Final Fantasy problems like many other characters in Dragon Age. Jorian, I mean. I mean, I feel like in too many belts. An outfit made out of like an outfit that hinges on side boob is kind of like a bioware facet at this point. There's always one. It's always always a- I kind of like the top. It's mostly the belts I have a problem with. You don't need that much hardware. <laughs> Like, your pants aren't going anywhere. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know. have any other cloth. I just took all of these belts. 
And I wove myself a skirt. I mean, you got nothing but time in that hut. But yeah, I guess like I was expecting, I guess, to feel worse about the decision to go ahead with the old god baby thing. And then I think when I got there, I was just relieved because I love Morgan and I don't want her to suffer. And I think the developers felt the same way. Yeah. Plus, like, Flemeth sort of explained that like this was kind of an attempt to purify the old god soul. Put it in a Brita filter. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Get that blight out. <laughs> Put some seltzer on there. <laughs> um, so that seemed to make it okay to me. Plus, I, I I think for me it was just like the old gods are so abstract mm-hmm. that like they're so far in the past and they're so like the whole it's not even until Inquisition that you really get that like the whole the golden castle tur- or the golden city turning to darkness and like you don't get that that's not just a myth. <laughs> Um, well, until Inquisition. You can see the Black City when you go to the Fade in Origins, though, I think. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah, I think. When did I go to the Fade in Origins? Uh, Other than the Magic Tower. You, I think that's it. Okay. And also, I think you can go there for something else really quickly, but I think it might be in a DLC. I don't know. Huh. I think you can, but now I can't remember. I'm going to look it up. It'll be in the show notes if... Yeah, yeah. Let me know if I can see the Black City. And <laughs> Selene's a skeptic, okay? <laughs> So that really brings me to my next question, though, which is like, do you think this is going to impact Dragon Age 4, the Dark Ritual? I sure hope so. (laughs) See, like, I think it might be hard because so many people probably don't have a Kirin in their playthrough. I think the default world state Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you couldn't, like, default having the god soul yeah like i i don't think you can ever have him in your party but hmm. would be an interesting character yeah i mean i guess they found a way to make corypheus come back so anything can happen yeah anything can <laughs> you know you can kill anders at the end of awakening <laughs> oh yeah i accidentally did <laughs> <laughs> whoops but that doesn't stop anything from happening <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, no, this guy's dead. That's too bad. He was pretty fun. And then Dragon Age 2 starts and he's... Oh, he's not fun anymore. Yeah, oof, no. I kind of said that and he got really mad at me. It's just like, oh, you don't know we're friends, though, so, okay. Oh, Anders. So I think we were going to talk about... Yeah, okay. How do you think that the Dark Ritual impact Dragon Age 4? How do you, a person who didn't have Kieran in your playthrough think that that kind of character could fit in because like you didn't have him at all so knowing that there's that there's this huge plot element that's just hanging out in the ether how do you think it could incorporate in a world state like yours well i mean i think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because i'm i'm replaying inquisition as the same character which is an interesting experience (laughs) but i mean i i don't know how much i can speak to this not having seen the events surrounding it Mm -hmm. but i think i mean i don't know because i already i always ready was super team morrigan Mm -hmm. in inquisition so i don't think it's gonna like make me like her like it's gonna make me like her more but because my inquisitor's dad is his goat dad and he is protecting all this family but yeah i don't think i It's like, I wish I, uh, I don't know what happens at the well, but it might affect whether I throw myself into a well or not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how much I can speculate. I think, like, a lot of people think about, like, going forward, we're not gonna see, like, Flemeth at all, or, like, a lot of people kind of hope we don't get Morrigan back, especially because, from what I hear, the Dragon Age 
basically like big dude David Gator. Morgan is one of his like favorite characters to write and like with him not working on Dragon Age anymore people think that maybe Mm. she's not gonna kind of have as big of a a part in the world I don't think it's possible given how big of a part of the world Morgan is that isn't she like a fan favorite too yeah I don't know I guess like I would be interested to see I need more Flemeth I need a Flemeth centric Dragon Age (laughs) as if you didn't need enough reasons to be angry at Solus uh oh oh for bringing down like the world and possibly ending it awesome i can't wait to be really mad that's a different spoiler jesus i'm sorry no no it's okay i have i have vague whisperings of these things already so you so okay so how far did you get in your first inquisition playthrough so i got i got through the ball through the fade visit Mm -hmm. and i think i was like fiddling around the world after the fade and then i was supposed to go like i think i was about to start this mission like that the next thing was to like go into the like elven woods or whatever so you haven't played Trespasser either, huh? I have not. Oh no! Oh my god! I'm trying to avoid Trespasser spoilers, okay, as much as possible. Like I think I I basically have the shape of like at least what the like end game of I don't know. I don't actually know. I I I never know where I am in a game of Dragon Age. Like I did appreciate Dragon Age two because it sort of told me where in the game I was. <laughs> Whereas like Inquisition, I have no idea. I'm like I could still have half the game left i'm not sure (laughs) i think you're probably pretty close i think you're gonna like uh i think you're gonna like trespasser yeah yeah from what i've heard yeah yeah murder solace so (laughs) put him in a bin with anders (laughs) look i think that you're probably gonna like solace even less than you already do by the end Mm. of it all like this is gonna be part of my interest in my playthrough because I I was definitely like kind of sucking up to Solus my first playthrough because he had all the information. <laughs> I'm gonna be much meaner to him this time. Man, romancing Solus is the worst decision I made in 2016. Why? Because Why? I wanted to see what all the fuss was about, but I'm too old no. for that. Like I don't have time oh. for convincing boys oh that are always gosh. like telling you how cool they are that you're cool enough to hang with them and they're cool elven secrets crowd. I do so like that so... if you play as like um a Levalet, Lev, level level in elf if you play as an elf that he's just like look at all this shem bullshit and you can be like yeah I don't know why they're singing either <laughs> this is very weird. <laughs> Which almost made it worthwhile, but he just, like, tries to do a bunch of power moves that don't land if you're not really into it. Yeah. I always kind of feel yeah, like- he's that dude. I'm a grown woman. I don't need to put up with this. I have taxes to um, pay. Um, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how old my Inquisitor is. Um, actually is. personified. <laughs> anyway, so I got off, off topic again. Okay, so do you have any final thoughts about the Dark Ritual? Uh, it's super great. You should all do it. <laughs> I'm super pro Dark Ritual. It paid off great. Just don't think about it too much. Just think about uh, preserving your own life and your boyfriends and everything will be great. I would like to welcome anybody listening to tweet your feelings about the Dark Ritual at Wicked Grace Cast on Twitter and tell us what you thought about the Dark Ritual. I want to know if you felt like it paid off in the end, what you think is going to happen in relation to this plot point in Dragon Age 4 and what you think about Kieran in general. Is he a creepy weirdo? 
or a good kid who has bad taste in outfits. Yeah, and also, uh, we are taking ideas for upcoming episodes. If there's anything you'd really like to see us cover, please tweet that at us as well. I'm really interested in hearing what y'all think. So, Jen, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen. You can find my artwork at StreetOverJen.com, and I'm also on the podcast Exiled, where I play a Marvel tabletop RPG, and it's ridiculous. Oh man, that sounds really cool. I've heard you talking about it, and I wanted to check it out because I've been really curious about the... Is it is it is it an X-Men game, or is it just Marvel General? It's Marvel Generally. I play an X-Men character okay. and a Thor character who's extremely extra, and I love her. <laughs> And if you want to follow this podcast, it is a part of the Palmcast Network. Check us out. There's going to be a post with show notes, some of the videos we discussed in the episode, some other cool stuff I dug up in relation to the Dark Ritual. And you can find us at pome-mag.com. Uh, so that's it. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Jen. Thank you. This was so much fun. All right. We'll see you guys next time. So this is four months later, Jen and Cece here with an extra special plug. Older, wiser. We have a short comic in an anthology called Group Chat, a comics anthology about friendship and found family. The Kickstarter just launched a few days ago as of recording this in April 2018. And we'll tell you a little bit about the story real quick. Jen, do you want to say anything to start? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, our story about sort of I think there's a point in most friendships where your very close friend starts dating someone and they're kind of you like don't know about them Mm. and there's also a point in every job where you kind of have a meltdown (laughs) because things are just getting a little rough and our comic is about sort of uh, the coming together of both of these things. Yeah if you are a big Dragon Age fan you probably really enjoy the concept of friendship. And I think that you would really like the sincere and sort of nuanced, complicated feelings that we try to infuse into this story. I don't know how much more to cross it with Dragon Age, though. (laughs) (laughs) I should have drawn Flemeth into some backgrounds. (laughs) What a missed opportunity. But there are actually a lot of fantasy stories in this book. Some really witchy ones for the Flemeth fans at home. Uh, They're much more gentle, though, than most witchy shenanigans in Dragon Age. But we think you would like it, and we'd love for you to check it out. So you can find a link to the Kickstarter for group chat in the show notes for this episode. You can also look on the Kickstarter projects we love, because as of yesterday, two days into the Kickstarter... Yep, we made it into that. that. Yeah, I know. I'm losing my mind. So yeah, please go pick up a copy. No, you should go get it. It's uh, we worked really hard on the story. Thanks so much, Jen, for joining me for this public service announcement. Mm -hmm. And the rest of y'all will see us back here on Wicked Grace. I will definitely have Jen on again in the future. And thanks so much for listening. See you next time. was a golden girl which golden girl would he be um he would be st-
Stanley. 